The coding durability test puts excess through a cycle of 10,000 strums. Through the lens of a microscope, it is clear that excess retains its composition better than other coded strings. Testing complete. This is Chris Keys for Premier Guitar. I'm at Nashville's Basement East with Blue. Blue, how are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Apparently, as uh, some of your crews let us know, that this is a highly requested item that you have not been able to check off. People want to know. The rig rundown is happening. It's happening. I'm so honored. So before we get into the gear, I, I think it's awesome for our, it'd be good for our audience to know kind of your backstory. Yeah. Obviously, I, I kind of came to fame through TikTok, obviously that, but I, I think the coolest part is that you were an attendee of School of Rock, and that's where True. you really got going. True. But tell me about how that all happened to lead you to where we're at today, and you yeah, kind of totally. take it over the world. Totally. Well, um, I started playing bass when I was seven. That was because my brother, who plays drums, oh, um, cool. with me in the band. Yeah, he was playing drums at the time, and I wanted to play an instrument. And I was like, guitar is mainstream, or guitar. I just saw a lot of guitar around, yeah. and I, I didn't see the bass as much, and I thought it was unique and like rare, especially as a girl. Um, that's what I that's what I think yeah. I thought when I was seven. That's how the story goes. But yeah, so I picked up the bass, just fell in love with it. Um, yeah, passion took over, just kept running with it. And yeah, I did this program called School of Rock where like every season you would like pick a pick a band, um, learn all the songs, and then do like a kind of tribute show at the end of the semester. What were your uh, semester bands? Um, so my first one was Rolling Stones. So Bill I had really Wyman. good taste as like an eight-year-old. I yeah, was like, Bill I was, yeah, I was like killing it. My taste was on on par. Um, yeah, I did Rolling well, like Stones. I did Led Zeppelin. I did Bowie. I did Prince. Um, wow. Okay. So yeah. So I got into all the all that's the a classics. Crash course. Super crash course. Yeah, really early, and that's kind of where I learned how to play just by learning other songs, like cover songs, and then yeah, I started playing bass for artists and kind of like touring with different artists when I was like 17, 18, but always playing in bands growing up in New York City and kind of just taking every single gig. Um, and I started like DJing a lot and I would like bring my bass to my DJ sets and like shred over my DJ yeah. sets. What made you think to do that? Cause that is such a cool incorporation yeah. of both those kind of worlds. Yeah, I kind of just, um, just did it. <laughs> I was like, well, I was just like, it's all music. Like I just got really into DJing when I was like 17. Um, and I saw a lot of people like, like saxophone or trumpet over DJ sets was kind of a thing, and I, I hadn't really seen bass. Yeah. And I was like, bass is fire, like it should, should feel awesome also in a club because of like the low frequency, like it just should feel really, feel really good. And I did it my first DJ set and I just, people liked it and I thought it was more fun. And I got way better at improvising by doing that as well. Do you think that's what kind of like steamrolled you into how you kind of did the TikTok thing about playing over top of songs? Yeah, and like what you would totally. like interpret, what you would play, interpret? Yeah, totally, like thinking back like, what I was doing at like the clubs, like DJing over, I mean, like playing my own bass lines over pop songs is basically yeah. what, I, what I was doing on TikTok during the pandemic, which is kind of like making up my own parts um, over pop songs or like the trending songs. So yeah, I kind of all went in well. And then I started like making my own music during that whole time too, because I was like, I, and then I started singing and started producing and all that stuff. So it's kind of all meshing together. The, I think the way that you came into my orbit was through the Fender Player Plus session oh, sick, that, sick, that sick. you did like the, the 
I think it was like the Fender Player uh, jazz bass, jazz yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. P combination. Yeah, yeah. And then also I saw you on Saturday Night Live with Bleachers, Jack. Oh, sick, sick, sick. And then I think even with Chromios, the, the, the oh, fire. so that's like kind of like all that what happened. I'm like, I had to reverse engineer and then I learned about your TikTok backstory that okay, way. Okay, sick. And then so tell me about the collaboration you did with Fender because this is a special instrument I know here. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, Fender, I mean, I love those guys. I've been, um, you know, like working with them, I had a relationship with them since I was 17, actually. They sent me my first bass, which is this one over oh, here. Oh, cool. This we'll is get like to the, that. Yeah, we'll get to it. It was the first bass they ever sent me. And I was like freaking out. Cause you know when you get your first kind of like free piece of gear? I've never gotten that. Dude, <laughs> so I'm still waiting. I got you all, so I don't know, I'm just gonna, um, Yeah, like that, I was like freaking out. I was like, I made it as a bass player, like. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I made it. Like they sent me the first piece of gear, and I like this is still my favorite. I mean, this is now my favorite, but I still use that on like all my records and stuff. It's just like the classic um, American Elite jazz bass with an active pickup. So like in that one. elevator, which one do we hear? Not elevator. Oh, elevator was actually a Mustang. It was a different one. Yeah, a completely different one. The freebie? No, it was at this uh, this the studio that I made it at. They had one, and I just like kind of did it. Yeah, sometimes when I'm like writing music, I'll like to write on like instruments that they have at the studio if I'm at like a producer's house yeah. or something because it's more I don't know I get like inspired by different instruments I pick up if that makes sense absolutely yeah like sometimes like if I pick this up I'll just like play the same thing but yeah. if I pick up something else that I'm not used to it'll like inspire a different type of feel but yeah so that was the first bass that Fender ever sent me um and then I just yeah got really into jazz basses when I started learning how to like slap and do like funky funkier lines um and then this bass is relatively new, actually about a year old. Okay. And this is my like custom shop with Fender. So it's super lightweight, which is really important. What are some of the things you ask them to do besides the lightweightness so you can perform? Obviously you have a stage here, yeah, the yeah, riser. Yeah. So like, yeah. what, what are the things so, you ask for? So lightweight and then the neck is from 1966. It's like a vintage neck. Okay, super thin, um, I can tell. Super thin, yeah, it's just like the perfect, it's like you pick it up, it's just so easy to play up and down. Um, then we have like the matching, obviously like the paint job is Super unique. <laughs> um, and this, I kind of like caught this from like, like now Rogers guitar yeah. and Chromio, they have like this, the reflection thing. It's really cool. I can like, you know, look at myself. That's kind of Yeah, literally, but yeah, that's that. And then these are like, you know, pickups from like the seventies. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I did have an active pickup in it, but I decided to take it out cause I wasn't really loving it. And yeah, that's kind of this bass in a nutshell. And then I have Daddario strings on it. Um, what gauge? I do just like normal, like 105 to 45 okay. usually, yeah. And then what kind of made you go with the jazz bass? Was it the thinner neck, the profile over the P? Because you know, yeah. it's, there's two different camps in the Fender world. Yeah, I mean, I like P basses too, but mostly like for records. When I'm playing live, I feel like the jazz bass gives me more versatility for like, like I don't like slapping on a, on a P bass necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not really like my thing, but like it's easier to like slap on this and to do like fast stuff because the neck's thinner. Um, so that's why I like jazz basses. It just has like more of like a punch, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Do you ever mess around with flats? Because I know that's a bass thing. Bass yeah, plays. yeah. Um, yeah, like on, on like records, I'll do it. Like on my P bass at home, I have one with, um, with flat ones. But this is like, this is actually, these strings are, um, they're not round one, but they're, they're like in the middle, okay. the Daddario ones, yeah. Which are like, they're bright, but not like, too crazy and because you you know you do slap and pop is is there a, a changing of strings more often or do you still kind of let them die like a yeah lot of i still kind of let them i still kind of let them die okay. i'll probably change it like every few months um 
which is like, that's just my... Yeah. Yeah. Which I is just still... kind of change whenever I feel like it's getting too dead. Which is kind of, to us guitar players, is like, whoa, whoa, months, Yeah, yeah, months. yeah, literally, yeah. Well, I know people, I mean, some basses, they never change them ever. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah, and I have some basses with, like, super dead strings on it. But if I'm touring and I need the bass, especially, like, for my music, since I'm singing and playing and it's, like, the bass is kind of at the forefront of a lot of the songs, like, I'm, like soloing on a lot of parts like it needs to really cut through so that the brightness is really important yeah the, um, the only guitar player i can think that that is the antithesis of that when it comes to change strings yeah. is mark from Crinbin. like he oh, puts them sick. on once a tour and then just lets them go and just, yeah 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 but it works I mean, for respect. their music it's so good respect everyone's different you know everyone has their own yeah thing yeah so how do you guys ch or how do you change between bases? Is it song specific or is this like a backup? Um, so this is actually a backup on this tour. Um, so if and, all goes well, this is the one. Yeah, so this is the one. Honestly, like the lightweightness of this is so important. Um, and it's the big reason why I had this bass made because I was having a lot of like back. It's just a really heavy instrument. It is. Um, so I was just, yeah, having back problems. <laughs> um, in your mid-20s. So, yeah, literally. <laughs> so I was like, this can't be a thing. I should probably get on this. So, yeah. So I, so Fender made me this one. Um, and I was concerned because a lot of the, like, lightweight ash, like, it doesn't... I don't know. The sound, obviously, is different. Um, yeah. But I think they, they did a really good job with this one. Like, it still feels full. But, yeah, so I played this on this tour, and then I was just telling these guys, I, every show I have, like, a guest bass player... Which is so up. rad. It's so fun. It's been really cool. Like, we've had, like, 12-year-old kids, like, come up. And they're so good. Like, people are so good these days. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm like, I feel so old. Because these kids come <laughs> up and they're, like, shredding. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm, like, playing with the kids. It's sick. But, yeah, so this is for... That's how I feel about sitting next to you. No, 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 no. Like, you're so bad. No, no, no. I'm, like, I'm just, like... so old. No, 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 no. But, like, yeah, I was just... I don't know. But, yeah, so we've had, like, some really, really cool players. How do you pick? Um, is it a pre-show thing, or do you just literally... No, I kind of just, like, I just say, raise your hand if you play bass, and then I pick someone, then I pick someone. But sometimes, yeah, it's been it's been fun. And then I'll play a little bit with them, too. But yeah, so this is, like, the guest bass we have. For, okay. I mean, I can play a little bit of that one, too, if you guys want to just hear it. Yeah, yeah, let's give it some love. Yeah. It's, it's been a long it's a time, good, friend. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, it's just, like, it's just classic. I don't know if it's in tune, but... Yeah, we'll see. This is, like, a tune. small... See this yeah, one has the like, Fender noiseless pickups too. Yeah, which I, I actually like them. Um, I know some people have mixed feelings about it, but I don't mind them. Now, uh, I, again, not being a bass player first, uh, what is the switch there, that little dip switch you That's get? for um, the active preamp. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, which I don't I don't use that much. Okay. Especially if there's like just a guest bass player, like, yeah. Um, but I used to use it a lot. Well, on other tours. Blue, I know that we're short on time, so maybe oh, yeah, switch back to the bass. Let's do your it. Your main, main, main dog. And then we'll go through your rest of your rig, which I see behind us a nice towering Aguilar stack. Oh, which yeah. Which represents New York City. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out, New York. So why this amp? Um, it's just the best. Honestly, it's the best. Like, it's just the best my bass has ever sounded is through, is through especially this head, too. Okay. The DB751 so sick like it just has the punch like you really just feel it like it's my favorite thing about bass is just like feeling it in your chest you know yeah. what i mean and this like really gets it and this is the first where i've had the two four by tens which is really fun for me on stage because i can feel it do you ever mess real. with the 15 like a 15 115 for um subs? i haven't but 
Maybe I should. Yeah, maybe You'd I should. You'd really feel it, I bet. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. But yeah, this is just awesome. And then we just go, you know, like out of the out of the head. So you get the preamp in the head. Okay. Also, which is like really awesome. Yeah, it just I don't know. I love it. And it's just like and it's it's like I don't know, it's like bright, but also not you still get the the low end, mm. if that makes sense. Like it's just I don't know, it's like all encompassing and really good. Yeah, because the band's kind of built around you and normally the bass and the drums are the backbone of the situation when it's supposed yeah, to be reserved. Totally. But you're you're kind of the star, so you wanna be more totally mid instead of just being low. Yeah, totally. That's like my whole just like the versatility like all my gear has to have like the versatility of being able to like support the song just as a normal bass player would do, like and lock in with the drummer, but also be able to like step out and really be heard by the audience if I'm like doing a moment where the bass line is like the main part of the song, which is like all my songs. So honestly, <laughs> as it should be, as it yeah, should be. so it's kind of like, but it's, it, but you know, sometimes it's like if my guitar player is soloing or shredding and I'm like comping, like I got it. It's, it has to be able to fit those both, those two roles, you know? Yeah. And, and quickly before we roll into pedals yeah. and uh, talk about how you get your moment to shine is the guitar here behind us. You actually oh, do yeah. play guitar. For yeah. So I play guitar um, on a song. What song is that? Um, it's called Kinda Miss You, one of my songs, my first EP. Why, why in guitar? Why not um, stick bass? Yeah, I mean, it's, I kind of wanted a song, a moment that was like more intimate where I could play another instrument just mm -hmm. to kind of, it just fits well with the song. Yeah. Um, otherwise it would have been like bass chords, which would have been kind of cool. But yeah, it, it feels good to play guitar on that one. And I have this cool, I have, you know, this space echo pedal where I like, I mess around with it and have like a cool like sonic youth moment where I like change the, you know, so for that, the pedals on the spot, that tune you know? does everyone drop off and it's just you on stage? Um, it's me on stage for like the first half, yeah, okay. and then we all kind of come together. It's just fun for me to like be able to do two different instruments, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a star, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fun. And then I have a Kemper too. Um, okay, that's, so that's what the guitar hits and then it grows the PA? Yeah, yeah, house. it's just, I mean, I, you know, prefer... I think it's awesome to have the amps on stage, but um, yeah, for my show, since I'm like singing, we don't want anything like interacting, you know, with the vocal too much. That's getting in the way of the vocal, but yeah, that's the, that's the vibe. Well, walk us through your pedal board here. Yeah, so I got obviously a tuner. I have a Pog. How are you using that? Um, so I use it for two things. There's one moment in the set where I like really, sh really shred <laughs> and um, I have the octave up. So I'm like basically like doing a guitar solo almost like on the bass and then I have like so that's that's the main reason for that the octave pedal okay and then I also have a big muff so like basically I'll kind of hit both and I'll go like you know what I mean yeah like stuff like that so I can really like pretend like I'm a guitar player for like two seconds <laughs> um, but on bass it's really cool I think it's cool and then um, and I also have a moment where I have it as like a sub octave um, where so I use you'll it switch just, the settings? Yeah, I'll switch the settings okay. in the middle of the show where I'll just have it as a sub-octave and it's a cool effect and kind of like changes the vibe for a quick second. Um, so yeah, that, then I have the Big Muff obviously for a lot of moments just to get the, the crunch in there. Classic. And is that um, a, a guitar Big Muff? Sorry, or is no, that a bass? No, it's a bass Big okay. Muff. Yeah, it's my favorite distortion. It's so sick. And it's just simple. Like, I like... I don't like, like crazy pet... Like... I just haven't gone to that era of using a lot of crazy yeah. pedals yet, especially for live. Like I just love the sound of like clean bass tone. Uh -huh. So I'll only have these for some specific moments. Like I think the Big Muff is just classic. 
um, and a distortion is needed, but like yeah. I don't have much, you know, the pog I use for like one, two moments in the whole entire show. And then this is for one song, this, uh, the Earthquaker devices, which are really sick pedals. I love all the yeah. Earthquaker devices pedals. Um, and for one song, had this kind of like Mutron sounding pedal. Um, Which is funny because you have a Mutron. Yeah, I have there, a but Mutron. You said off camera that you don't use it. You prefer the EQD. Yeah. So I got this Mutron pedal because I wanted that exact sound. Like I, one of the records I, I have a song with Chromio, um, and they have like the OG Mutron pedal, yeah. and we used it for um, for the song called Enough for You. That's the baseline I was just playing. Mm. And I was like, I really want that pedal. Like that's sick, but it's kind of giant. I was like, I need something to fit on my it's board. Because your board. Yeah, I was like, I need something to fit on my board. So I got this, which is like the remake. And I just don't like it as much it as this earth. Different. It just hits different, and it, it kind of like cuts out. I don't know. I just maybe haven't like figured out figured it out yet, like the exact settings. But I just think this one like feels good. It's just like cool. I don't it's know. It's very vocal the way that. Yeah, it yeah, and like I like the. You know, if you hit it harder, obviously it opens up more. You know, you get all that like sort of, and it's literally three knobs. Like I just like simple. Yeah. I don't even want to. I don't want too much. You yeah. know what I mean? And then I have a chorus for like literally one moment in the set. You know, so. And there's a space echo just dedicated to the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the car, but it's on my base, my base pedal board, so make it easy. But yeah, literally, like I, yeah, I don't have a, I don't have like a compression pedal or anything. Like I just clean. Why, why no compression? Um, I especially for the snap and the pop and yeah. I mean, I, I in the house did it like my oh, okay. you know audio engineer adds it. Um, but I think for me, like on stage and in my ears, like I just want to hear exactly what I'm playing. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like I don't want anything. Um, yeah, like Get I just want to hear the sound of like my fingers on just me. You know what I mean. And you can almost self-regulate that based yeah, on exactly. how you attack it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I say, like compressions, like in the fingers. You know, it's not like in the pedal. You know what I mean? Like I just like want to. You know what I mean? Like I want to like be able to play with dynamics and not have that affected by. There's a lot of pedal makers that are going to disagree with that comment. I know. I feel. <laughs> don't maybe don't put that in. <laughs> no, we are. We're gonna keep it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's just maybe I will get into no, a compression pedal. That's a very yeah. nuanced. Yeah. Also, everything. Style. Yeah. Everything I'm saying is just like my opinion. Like it's not. You know, just my how I. Play, Have but you been on the internet? It's loaded full of opinions. It's a lot of opinions. Yeah, so it's just my opinion, but I stick true to it, you know? But it's also me, you know, whoever's yeah. playing the instrument, like they have their own thing, that whatever makes you feel most comfortable on stage. But that's just, that's my thing. Well, Blue, I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, musically awesome. keeping the party going, you know, bringing back Sweet. funk and uh, representing for bass. Yeah. Thank you Fuck so much. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. You guys stay appreciate safe out it. there and uh, keep rocking. Peace.